0: Welcome back to Cast Me To Hell with me, Seb. And with me, Robbie. And here we are. I don't know what the episode number is. I've already fucked up that one. Um, (laughs) I believe it's episode 61, my friend. There we go, 61. And it is Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. Now, uh, Rob, this is a, we saw this a couple of days ago. Yes. And it is a, we were lucky enough that we got to see it earlier than it is released in the uk
1: i believe us have already had it for about a week and a half now yeah um and sixth of september i think it comes out in the uk um yeah it's a whole tight city world we were <laughs> lucky to be able to see it through them i wasn't sure if it, we were actually going to be able to see it because um i heard that city world of bankruptcy yeah. so
0: you're like I think, yeah I, when i first read that i was like does that mean they are closing down all of the uh yeah. Cinemas or things like that, but they are still in business for now. Uh if not, it's gonna be a real sh- it's gonna be a real pain in the ass if they do start closing them because we literally only had Cineworlds in Gloucester and Cheltenham.
1: Yeah, we've we got, got a view in Stroud.
0: There's a view, there's a view in Stroud, yeah. And there's a uh, ones around in Bristol's not that far away, but it's still a it's uh, not local to us. No, it will so make us less likely to actually make it over to the cinema, yeah. which is shit. Because uh, yeah, and Cineworld's kind of the UK's biggest one, really. Yeah, Cineworld, so... but... and it also gives probably better deals than any of the other yeah. cinemas. Maybe that's why they're bankrupt. I don't know. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we've had to deal with that little thing. And uh, but no, we got to see a Cineworld unlimited screening of Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. So it was nice that we got to have a little preview of
1: that. Yeah. Um, so as always we're going to start off spoiler free just to kind of talk at our initial thoughts on the film and then you know we give a good countdown when we get stuck into uh kind of the key scenes and what stuck out for us um as always thank you for checking out the show uh, august has been a very good month for us uh, yes. listens wise so thank you to everybody new and old um, as always, if you could hit the subscribe button, you get it. Uh, you get the latest episodes, fresh out of the oven, as they say. <laughs> um, and if you could leave us a lovely review to help our growth, that'd be great. Um, so, bodies, 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 bodies. So, I kind of went. I, I was lucky enough. That I went into this film knowing that it was kind. I kind of went into it thinking it was an A twenty four uh slasher that's what i kind of heard it was
0: yeah so we said with a uh, you're coming into an a24 slasher and we've talked about this before when we did our say our midsummer episode yeah Yeah, check it out and Uh, our lighthouse and our lighthouse episode as well so we know and if you know either of those films anyway then you know that a24 films are not at all what you ever expect Mm -hmm. uh normally Normally, they almost feel a little bit like they're trying to be like highbrow horror. You know what I mean? Like they're trying to be more like we're not just a normal horror film. We are socially conscious or we are trying to be art house or we're trying to be. I can't remember what the phrase they use for it. Well,
1: I hate to use it, but elevated.
0: Elevated horror. There you go. That's A24 is probably the pinnacle right now of what people would call elevated horror you might hate that term (laughs) uh, wrong mouth he had to just wash his mouth out with a delicious coffee (laughs) in order to go uh, i'd have to call it elevated horror yeah um but yeah and it's weird it it seems like elevated horror gets singled out for basically any time a horror film tries to be a little bit different or maybe tries to be like i said like a little bit more i don't know more highbrow more it almost feels like a horror film that's trying to get awards attention, <laughs> yeah. like, like that kind of thing. But that doesn't mean that it's a bad. <laughs> no, of course not. I
1: think it's 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 almost like it's um, horror that is taking itself very seriously. You yeah. know, horror has kind of loads of kind of genres, but a lot of the times, you know, you'll have cliches within horror. You know, that's kind of, I think that's the backbone with kind of every film and every kind of story is that there is uh, predictability and there is, you know, uh, there is cliches. You know, if you look at Westerns, you have like a lone gunman coming into town. You have like, you know, a a (laughs) corrupt sheriff. You have all of these kind of ones. And then if you look at horror, you have, you know, Final Girls and killers who who would you know uh, maybe superhuman or <laughs> yeah, superhuman killers or you have you know some element you have elements of cliches and I think what A24 try and often do is it's either subversion of that they either take something and then try and subvert it like I think they did with Hansel and Gretel maybe I think that was an A24 mm, I don't know yeah um, they're not So
0: they're not just trying to go for this. They don't. You're not going to find a straightforward, say, slasher or a straightforward
1: supernatural horror. Yeah, there's more to it. There's more to it. Yeah. So Um, we went into this kind of. That was what I knew going into this. I didn't even. I didn't know Pete Davidson
0: was in it. That's the. That's the thing. It's uh, when when we when we were going into this literally, and you're going into this kind of film. This is why, because we knew that we knew the whole elevated horror and what A twenty four are like, because they haven't released many that aren't kind of. It's weird to say. It's not that I I. It's not that I don't like them. I do, but for me, I said like the awards idea, and it is kind of a case of. I enjoy them the same way I might enjoy when I hear that this was the I don't know Oscar winning film that year. I enjoy it that doesn't mean I'm going to go and watch it again and again and again. And yeah. for, for me, that kind of is. I know some people absolutely love them and um, like would watch them again and again and again, but they're not always as fun. I would say yeah. as your classic class, they're not so you can just like relax back and fake. you do kind of have to watch it, watch it. you got to pay attention. you got to be yeah. fully into it. And I think for some people, that's why they don't love them because they are that kind of, you know, some people would say kai and weirdly bodies, bodies, bodies. So going into it, I was thinking, Oh, is this gonna be, you know, just really like in your face kind of? I knew it was kind of about this kind of woke culture in one yeah. way. That's one thing I knew. I didn't know very much about the film at all. Um, I think I had seen the trailer, but I didn't even really remember what I would seen in the trailer. Um, but I knew it was about that, but I wasn't sure what way it was gonna go with it, whether it was gonna really like be in our face about it, or if it was gonna be kind of subtle about it, but I do kind of think that with this, with bodies, 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 I was kind of like, uh, I was definitely held back as to what are we about to get here? Are we about to get there? But I'd probably say that this is probably the funnest. Of to say fun, like because I can't say the lighthouse of Midsummer are fun. No, definitely. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? They're not fun films to watch. That doesn't mean they're not good, interesting films. Yeah. But this one is definitely probably out of anything I've seen from May 24, it's probably the most like kind of you could access it in a kind of actually this gets quite fun. Oh yeah. I mean, I
1: it it turned into more of a you know i'm trying to steer clear from spoilers but it turned into more of a it as opposed to a slasher so instead of seeing you know um ki- lots of kills on camera that kind of stuff i think we only see one or two kills on camera rest of the kills are off screen yeah. um, and kind of happen when people aren't around so it's it, it falls a lot more in line with a. Kind of a who it, you know? People turning up to a crime. It, it's, um, yeah, it, it's weird.
0: Yeah, it is weird. It kind of, it kind of does feel like a, a bit like it's almost as it's like the most current version of like Agatha Christie. Gen Z Agatha Christie. It literally yeah. is, isn't it? It's, <laughs> it's full on. Like you don't always see it, but like who? And they're all questioning each other about, you know, uh, who, who could it be, and. I think it. What was it? And then there was, and then there was one or something like that, which is yeah. one of the classic Agatha Christie ones, which has been played up a load of time. Which is the classic. They're all inside of a house, and one by one, people are dying, and they're like, "Who's doing it?" And yeah. Like that. But it is all related to bodies, bodies, bodies. I don't think it's not really to say it's it's a game that they they play it yeah. first. So it's like a game that they've played before called Bodies, 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 which is kind of a. Um, it's kind of the same thing. It's a who dinner. It's a, it's a, they go around guessing and questioning. One person had like a picture or something like that. Didn't they? Yeah. To like be, that is who it is kind of like, who is it kind of thing. And they're all questioning bodies, 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 who it is. And that kind of before this, this is before any shit goes down basically.
1: And that's kind of about the setup of the film. Yeah. But I think there was there for me, um, kind of watching yeah it, it's a it's a relatively short film isn't it it's kind of more on the hour like 30 hour and a half hour, hour 30 36 minutes or, but yeah. that
0: includes credits so it is not long
1: but what i what i noticed was it was very well paced oh yeah it didn't it felt like it was a it was a perfect kind of length of film it, it wasn't that i went in there and i thought okay bits and pieces it started to drag It it didn't feel over when i heard it was you know an hour and a half ish. I thought, okay, this could, this is potentially going to be quite a a film that has to move very quick. It doesn't have enough time for deliberate scenes. And sometimes you think, an, a film that's two, you know, two and a half hours, maybe this, it, it's it can be sometimes it can be hard to justify having that runtime if scenes start to drag or plot points you know there's far between them but this film I thought was paced really well
0: oh yeah Um, no I took I I would almost go as far to say that thinking reflecting on this film if they had tried to push it too much longer this it could have fallen apart mm -hmm. the idea like the whole film kind of potentially could have like because it just would have felt like too much it's weird to say because even then I think like it it doesn't get straight to say like the kills or anything no. like this in this film. Um, there is actually quite a lot of characterization and we get to know them quite a bit beforehand. Yeah. You know, especially our, our leads, which is um, Maria Bakalova and um, Amanda Stolberg are the two lead actresses. I'm already blanking on the name because it's been a, yeah. almost a week since well, I've seen it now. I could never remember the names.
1: <laughs> All I know is Pete Davidson.
0: Pete <laughs> we know pete davidson I, I i knew the other actors because um i know them from other things so uh, i said stillberg it's stenberg um amanda amandala stenberg is um so she was in things like she's been in quite a few things in the last few years and she's known as she is known as quite a um she does use those pronoun. so there, yeah. so i should say they there <laughs> yeah um, but learn. um we can learn from that But. Um, so um, things like Hunger Games, she was she was uh, right. little Rue in. They yeah. were. <laughs> I don't know if she does use this for it. I'm I'm guessing she does because I that? she's quite an outspoken. Amanda Listemberg, who is the main. Uh, i can't remember if she does actually use them wikipedia all over she. wikipedia it's she so i'm gonna just uh, okay your wikipedia so if not get that to change yeah <laughs> um so there you go she that that avoids that thing and i'm not gonna look at that again because i don't know so i'm gonna go with i don't know <laughs> this is perfect for a woke based episode it film. Is. um but it's not working that way. Um, so she was like Rue in Hunger Games and she's been in things like The Hate I Give and, Set, and she's quite an outspoken kind of actress in yeah. this kind of modern age. Um, Maria Bakalova was in Borat's second film yeah. oh, the subsequent yeah. sequel he played her daughter I, she got, I, I believe she got nominated she got nominated for several awards she was fantastic she she kept up completely with sasha Baron and she was fantastic which is hard she, to do yeah she's been in a few roles since no she's 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 normally very good and she makes a very relatable kind of um figure here as probably who i would say is our main focus our main central character that we're kind of mainly following is her yeah she is the she is the I don't know if I'd say final girl, but she's that role in this. She is the outsider. She's the one that doesn't quite, you know, she's not part of this. She's she doesn't brought fit. by so her character is called B, and Sophie is Amanda, so who is her girlfriend? Yes, and she brings her to this mansion. Uh, in the middle of what is about to be a hurricane. Yeah. So, like, this is them having a hurricane party. Yeah. <laughs> um, and she gets to meet all of these other characters. It's David,
1: Pete Davidson's house. Yeah. This is his uh, parents' house. And could I, I, I gotta give, I gotta give shout out to Pete Davidson. I know he's fucking everybody at the moment, you know. He's <laughs> just finished with Kim K. He's well, trying to fuck.
0: Pete Davidson. To to have him in this film, which is I believe before I think he even got yeah. but uh to have him in this film is like centralized of who is the most kind of Gen Z kind of
1: person that you can have in a film is Pete Davidson. <laughs> yeah, although I I'll say that. I I I do really like Pete Davidson. I like his stand-up, I think he's funny. He is funny, yeah. Um and I find that he has this strange thing yeah he kind of always plays this kind of like he's the same he's the same in. person
0: you've seen in every think you've
1: ever seen yeah <laughs> but he was in um he was in the king of staten island i don't know if yeah seen i've seen kings yeah. i really like that Yeah, but he plays really the same scene. character but he does it well and well, i think
0: i think in that one he's playing himself because that is who, kind it's, kind it's his, his story isn't it yeah. Kind
1: of, yeah um but i really i i kind of find that p davison has this He, he he has that kind of has the it factor you know where he has a
0: kind of there's a charm about there's a charm about
1: there's a part i gotta
0: be honest with pete Davidson. you hear all the stuff about him. i don't know why this is just so about the social media like generation that we've got you hear about him you hear all the stuff he like does and things like that and there's part of you that kind of i think for some people probably listening you're probably i hate pete Davidson. probably without ever having seen or yeah do anything but there's a part of him. That, I that, trust me. The second you actually see him performing, like in this or in King of Satellite, there's just so in- likable about him. Yeah, and it's he's so real. He's not trying to hide it. And I think you. To be fair, I said about the whole Gen Z thing. I think you would fucking hate the idea that he is part of that because he's normally a quiet, outspoken. To yeah. say like fuck that kind of like I like I'll do yeah. what I I'm just doing what I want to do kind of yeah. thing. <laughs> I think. Uh, but I
1: yeah, like you said, I think he 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 has that magnetism to him where he i don't he ne- i don't think he'll uh, he'll never be a leading man but he can he could have a good career in the films by being uh, oh yeah no
0: he's side the, he definitely is i don't i don't think yeah you're right i don't think he's like quite leading man material he hasn't got all of those sides to him but he's one of those guys that you could probably throw into any film i mean he has been recently i gotta be honest he's been thrown in into a lot of films that yeah. I've noticed recently, like a lot of comedies. He's just there. It's like, oh, and Pete Davidson. Yeah. <laughs> just like that. And, and he just is. He normally is one character that he comes on and he's the fun, he's one of the funniest parts of the film. Yeah. He, it, he was he in this
1: film. Yeah. Um, oh
0: yeah. He's, he's, he's definitely probably one of my favorite characters in this yeah. film. He's, he, he does every time he comes in, he almost balances out when, so when earlier on in the film, but like, it's not to say that the pace isn't on, but early on in the film, you've got some of the characterisation. And yeah. you are learning to, to get to know them. But the thing here we've got is that, and this is where it's going to be, like this film is definitely, this is where it makes that kind of him because there are some people who... Just can't even stand to hear any like of these kind of like woke kind of listen yeah. to my <laughs> listen to my podcast. Yeah, <laughs> oh, I <laughs> love or, that. You know what I mean? Like I've got a podcast about that about you know about being um it's about just chilling with your best friend. About being with my really smart friend or something like that. Like which is kind of uh, like in context is actually kind of funny, but also a bit sad. Like with the character that you get to know. Yeah. Uh, which is uh, Rachel Seton as Alice, which who is another stat. Like in fact, incredible. she's the one that is like she's almost like the one that personifies a modern day like not not the Gen Z, but mo- a modern day of like probably what most people dislike. About Gen Z, like some people dislike, but she's yeah. likable. That's the thing. Yeah, she's likable, but the stuff that comes out, but you get it because you feel that there's something kind of like it's almost like she's so trying to find a personality that she's just taking it from anywhere. So yeah. she just does all of these things, and she's not the brightest. So you kind of feel a little bit
1: sorry for her. But, but the, the <laughs> but she is, is so good. funny. She's so points. good. They're like the point where you know this is late in the film, just. Um, but there was a point where uh, I can't remember exactly. I tried to explain it to Anna when I got back, but I couldn't because I couldn't remember what was being said, but it's <laughs> during, um, it's during quite a um, emotionally charged speech. I think it's by um, a Mandla Stenberg where she says, um, you know, like uh, the, you know, I'm paraphrasing, but you know, the black girl uses cocaine and all of the problems she you know she's got a problem and she needs to go to rehab but the white people do it and it's completely fine and nobody cares or yeah, yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah and then and then um rachel senate's character alice was like well actually uh i'm an ally <laughs> and it was just like during this during this scene which is really emotionally charged it's oh, yeah. so well written alice keeps popping up she's popping in yeah with little like yeah like you say <laughs> somebody else mentioned something and then she was like also, whilst we're and then Alistair says also, whilst we're on the case, I have body dysmorphia. And they yeah, kind of yeah. looks around the room and it's it's and the like,
0: says, so like fuck off, yeah. like it just keeps chiming in with because like, they're they're talking about like like, seri- like like really serious matters, and for some reason, and it's one of those weird things though, because but she just gets dismissed straight away because of what her character is like. It's not saying that she doesn't have that, it's more the joke is yeah. That we're we're both talking about our things that are problems. You shoulder. have to keep chiming in with things that you are. Yeah. You have to keep defining yourself based on what we're doing right now. You, yeah. You can't not be telling us that you have something wrong with. Like, yeah. And again, that's why I'm saying like she is almost the personification of like. Those things that probably people dislike about it, because it's like they always have to label themselves as certain, but then they're also yeah. the person who says "Don't label me." Yeah. So they're always labeling themselves with some kind of "I need to have this," "I've got this," or "I've got the you know problem." And then at the same time, yeah. there. But half the time, you realize, wait, you're the one labeling yourself. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. And there she is, like taking it in, and it all comes back to. And I, I think this Gen Z does come from most people define Gen Z as. And this is not me saying, fake. I'm saying what I like, what I see it divine as. This is a weird, shaky graph. It is. But, um, <laughs> you probably you can stop listening. Here. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> um, but no, they, they do say it. it's more about self centered. Yeah. They, they call them a self centered generation. The fact that it's all about showing themselves off and doing that. And, yeah. and there doesn't seem to be a focus on like a, a necessarily like the same kind of work ethic. It's more about building their own brand. Yeah. And not about it. And Alice is that kind of. I've got my podcast. I I want to build my brand. What's me kind of thing. Yeah. I want to li- like, I want to say what's me, but, it, and it's so weird because probably if you haven't seen, if you haven't seen the film, uh, then it is a case of, you're probably thinking this person sounds horrible, but the performance, it's amazing. This is the thing. Certain actors would have made this horrible. Oh yeah. They would have made the person insufferable because when, when you first meet these characters, I've got to be honest, I was sat there a bit like, ah oh, they're these these really are assholes like yeah. they really are rich kind of rich. self-indulgent completely just like look at mine here i am Complete- we're all going to do a tiktok dance just because yeah. we're doing a tiktok dance go to to first world problems
1: kind of it literally do, is yeah.
0: they're completely that and i would like at first you dislike them which for um the director and me and back and forth <laughs> about her name <laughs> yeah um, she is a Dutch director. Um, this isn't her directorial debut, but this is only her second full film. Yeah. Full feature film. Uh, Helena Regine is what we're going to, I think we're going with. Yeah. We're- she is a Dutch director, which again, really, I found really interesting because I was like, it's a Dutch director. She's mainly done a lot of more foreign based. Yeah. and like, know. I believe her first film was more of a foreign based film. So it's really interesting to come in and see this film, which is so like, American, it's very American Gen Z, like. so aware of like this the culture of I would say almost Americanized, kind of wealthy, rich, socialized yeah. kind of children. And yet she fucking nails it. <laughs> I, yeah, she I, didn't she didn't write the screenplay though, to be fair. So she is just the dir- the director, but she does a great job of making everything look, yeah, like and well, just getting the best out of people.
1: Yeah, like, that's what I mean.
0: Getting the best out of the actors. She's obviously made them feel like very comfortable to yeah. just be like, "Go
1: for it." Just and the, try it. And that's the thing. I think you know this. Um, I think this film has all the makings of a cult classic. I genuinely believe that. I think in potentially I ten years' time, fifteen years' time, people will look back on this and think, "I don't think it will do well at the box office." Um, no, but but I what, think people will look back and go, "I think yeah, in that's America bad.
0: it got a limited release." It's only got a partial release. And then it did get a full theatrical, like so limited, it was doing really well for like speciality box office. But then when I think they've made it wider, I don't think people have noticed it. Yeah. And it's one of those. And let's, I mean, A24 in general doesn't, it's not a huge money make. It's not like, but then they make them for, well, what this one was made for. Doesn't say. Yeah. <laughs> Should have checked that out before. But box office is 9.8 million as of this time. But they don't. But it has been out in America for almost two weeks. And we know in America, most of the time, your first week or so is pretty much when Which you're you going to make be. the most of yeah. So it's not going to be a huge earner. Uh, it might do okay in other countries a little bit. But again, I would I would doubt it. But I would bet this is only made for a, a couple of million at most. Yeah. I just um, Because you... they don't normally make films for... It's normally 10 million or less, I believe. With yeah. Them. It's... It's that very like make it as like take the profit kind of thing. Yeah. And yeah, that's why they get to keep making the films that the directors want to make. Yeah. They are very like director driven, like make what you want to make. Not we're not going to be standing over you going, oh, no, you can't do this. And because this is also the kind of film, the stuff they say, I got to be honest, Like A24 does this, I would bet you a standard studio wouldn't touch this film because they go, Oh, you're going to annoy, you're going to annoy this generation, you're going to annoy the TikTok generation, you're going to, you know, I mean, not, I'm not saying it will annoy them. No, I'm saying that
1: they might feel victimized.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's like, it's
1: kind of, it's poking a stick, isn't it? It's, it's, it's very self aware parody, you know, Um, and I think the, I don't know the for me because I think we should probably get into spoilers soon. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But for me, I think it's it's this was a film where I I it's almost like with Nope. I went, I saw Nope, and I was if you listen to our Nope review, you know I was kind of mixed on it. Um, and then I I kind of walked away from it, and I haven't really thought about it since. Bodies, bodies, bodies. I went in. Um. I thought, okay, I thought this is probably going to be a decent film. I And then the more I watched of it and the more I almost adjusted to... I kind of had to go through some filters and be like, well, actually, what am I watching here? And I, I went from it being, okay, this is a horror film to this is actually... This is a black comedy yeah, yeah, horror yeah. to being... to, And then once I synced in with it, I found that I came away from this and I just... I, the more I talk about it, the more I enjoyed it, you know? Yeah, 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 the more I think this is kind of such, it's a standout film, you know? I think I don't, it, it's not scary, you know? I don't think there's any, true it's not, scares it's it. not a,
0: no, it's not a scare. it's not a scary, it's not a scary horror film. Um, I mean, there's some tense it, moments. There's there's some social commentary parts of it, which, when you think about it a bit more, you're like, this is actually scarily accurate.
1: Yeah. Um, well, that's it. I think the writing, the performances, and the you know the subtext, the the social commentary, oh, is yeah. just so. I good. mean,
0: there is a lot. There's a there's a expertly done a whole kind of on this whole like victim blaming kind of guilty. Yeah. Like guilt, until like basically you're guilty by like by basically just the people around you or by social media, but you've not been proven guilty of anything. Yeah, you're already guilty. Like that. That is like a kind of I'd say a main stem of this film is saying this whole like right now we are in this culture of. We will we will not only we will we will blame the victim, but we will also say that the other person is guilty, even though there's no proof to say yeah. apart from what someone else has said. And it's it is all like word of mouth, that kind of thing. And it's a huge problem, like in general in our culture. It's like one of the worst things about our world right now, to be honest, yeah. is the fact that we think we could do that. But that runs through this film in an expertly done way. Yeah. It's so well done the way that they like. Like, build it out. Um, But yeah, we'll come on to that a little bit more later when we can talk about specific scenes. But again, this is, again, a film which I don't think you want to know too much about. No. I think the best thing is going blind. Because you go for a range of emotions, like we said. Like, at first, I wasn't completely in. Like, in the film, for the first, like, you know, 10, 15 minutes, I was a bit like, oh... It depends what way we're going with yeah. this kind of thing. Like this could be interesting. And even like at certain parts throughout, I was like, Oh, this so this isn't like a gory slasher, like maybe it at times it felt like it might be. Yeah. And then it was like, Oh, it's not that then. So what like and you kind of you can't quite define it, which I guess is what they were. Which is good.
1: Don't define me. <laughs> Yeah, it feels yeah, it feels for me there was uh there was a point which we'll talk about in the spoilers where i be. I was. Bit. I was building up to clicking with it, and then when this point happened, I finally I synced up, and the the rest of it was incredible. You know, uh, we'll talk about that. The spoilers free, but I. I would read, I mean, it's out in the US. So obviously, if you've seen it, um, then stay with us as we discuss spoilers. If you haven't seen it, go check it out um, because it, it's independent horror you know it's got some fabulous performances it's directed well it's written well it's got some incredible uh you know subtext then it's very weird because obviously i run the twitter and on twitter you do get a lot of discourse around stuff yeah, and yeah. one of the stuff was people were very angry and hating on bodies 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 because of how it pokes fun at you know, Gen Z and all of this stuff. And, you know, it's, you know, unfortunately we are not Gen Z. So there are, you know, we're... We're kind of outsiders. We are just on this, the
0: other side. We're what we're just about the other side of that, aren't we? Gen Z. What is we're Gen? millennials. We're Actually, millennials. Yeah, but you know, Gen, Gen Z, Z masters,
1: didn't they? Yeah, Gen Z is a big, like <laughs> it's like ninety nine two thousand, and it's go, all right because
0: I mean. to every generation, the next generation is
1: the worst generation. Yeah, so. <laughs> you know, that's just the way in which it is. But it's it it. I don't know. That's what I heard, and a lot of people were saying like. If you thought this film was problematic, or if you thought this film was kind of uh, making all of these points, that's the point of the film. Yeah, we you yeah, weren't yeah, quite that. understanding it, you know. So, oh, I yeah, yeah,
0: kind of, of it, it happens all the time. People, you have social satire, and people don't get okay. like I, a, a great point of this it is one that I love. So, um, I listened to that always sunny podcast and the, the other day they did an ep- they did what they did one of their episodes, which is one of the ones that got banned. Okay. You know, and you could hear them talking about, it and just the fact that they were just like, but taking it away, like taking their episodes away from someone. So they can't say it therefore takes away the chance for the person to actually recognize yeah. it and grow from it. If you just hide everything that's offensive, then how many things are we going to have left? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. It is that kind of so, and the the whole point of say, oh, we're sunny, so like that, is that it's it's satire. Yeah, you know they don't believe it, and they don't believe that's true. But this is what people do, and they are making a humorous point yeah. of it It's of the of ridiculousness thing. of it. You know, what I mean that whole thing. It, like it was all around. You know, they had that whole episode where they have the whole. Um, their lethal, both of their lethal weapon ones have been yes. removed. You can't see them anymore. So then that. they did the lethal weapon where they try to sanitize it completely yeah. of anything that could be offensive. Literally to the point where they're like, we can't even have a person as the villain because that could offend someone. Yeah, you know what I mean. And it's in the same way of like something like this where it could be like. Oh, you can't have it be a person of a certain color that might offend them. You can't have it be a you can't have it be a white person that might offend them. You can't have it be you know yeah like it's all these kind of different things that it's like but that's the point. It's satire and it's the same way of Gen Z. I'd say at the same time as much as there is like. Poking fun, absolutely there is, and there's lots to poke fun at. I don't, I'm not worried about saying that. There's plenty of things in the generation to poke fun at the same way, there's plenty of things in millennials, and there's plenty of things with the boomers back then. (laughs) There's always stuff to poke fun at. And that's the point. You've got to you've got to kind of laugh at the fact that yes, some of the stuff you do is dumb shit. Yeah. But we've got to understand that in that kind of way. And I think as much as there might be, you might feel that there's hate for it, I'd say that there's also a, a lot of love and a lot of understanding comes from it because the reason we end up liking characters like Alice in this film yeah, Yeah. um, is because as much as she says stuff that are stupid and kind of and I think anyone should be able to recognize that some of the stuff she says is dumb yeah you know I mean that doesn't mean that we actually don't that we dislike her as a person that just means that she's got to kind of recognize that there are things she's doing that Aren't quite right. <laughs> yes, and that is what it is. That's right This, uh, but yeah, I, I really, I, I really enjoyed this film. It definitely, it's popped. As I said, it's popped to my head a few times since. So that's yeah. a good sign of one that I've definitely enjoyed a bit more. And there's a bit more to delve into. And um yeah, I'd say go and check it out. I do think, like you said, it will be a. This might be a cult classic. Yeah, I think some people will come back to this and be like, I never saw this, but as soon as it hits a streaming service or something, it'll probably be a case of, oh, we'll check that out. Yeah. And then suddenly there'll be a boom of, oh, has anyone seen this film? Yeah, I think well, so. we already did. it. <laughs> <Sure>. Yeah, <laughs> we did it. We were there.
1: Uh we were there when it happened. Um so we're going to I'll I will give a countdown now, uh but before I do a countdown, I will remind you I, I don't know if I've done this before, but I'm going to slip in in the middle and just remind you to um, hit the subscribe button and leave us a lovely review. Thank you. Um, so five, four, three, two, one. Pete Davidson hangs dog. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, now and in this le-
0: film... Possibly, you might be thinking, "Oh, maybe he does hang on."
1: <laughs> we'll leave that to you. We'll leave go the, and see it. Go and see it, yeah. <laughs> and then listen to this episode. <laughs> and this is the this is the now the start of the spoilers. Yes, spoilers, um, spoilers, 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 spoilers for bodies, bodies, bodies. Um, yeah, I, the, this film reminded me very much of um, another film called April's April Fool's Day. Yeah, um, you might have seen it. And it's this. It's yeah. Again, it's another kind of subversion. mainly when it comes to the twist, um, you know, if you've seen April Fool's Day, you'll know what I mean. If not, I'll, I'll let you go in and watch it blind. Um, but yeah, is I think the when I was saying about the the point that clicked for me, I'll I'll speak about that um, because I think it was quite a big part. And uh, yeah, it's basically after uh, Pete Davidson's. I'm just calling it Pete Davidson's character. Um, has been killed in, yeah. in brackets, in commas, um, in brackets and commas. Um we you know the there's talk about um Alison's new boyfriend um, who's a vet who has been doing you know who's oh, obviously yeah, yeah, yeah. who who must have killed him because he had tension with Pete which is really well played and really well made up um, so he must have snapped and done it they go and search his room and he's not yeah. in there but they find you know a bug out bag because um, you know there's a hurricane coming they find a yeah. the map This with is, the house circle uh, Lee Pace is Lee Pace. Greg, who's very good and it all leads up to you thinking okay shit you know He's, you don't think he's probably done it, but the characters do. And then the, you know, they find him and he's kind of chilling out with this mask on and this stuff. And all the way up, it's, you know, they're talking about how he's a van, calling him G.I. Joe and stuff like that. Um, and when they confront him, uh, you know, he expertly, you know, disarms them from the weapons and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and he's he's throwing them around. You know, he's defending himself, and then when B kills him with the, you know, the kettlebell. Um, kettlebell.
0: Yeah, I don't
1: exercise, so I don't know. <laughs> they have
0: the. Uh, they have the, uh, they, they've got. They've. To be fair, they're they're the ones with all the weapons in the night.
1: He's he's alone by himself. <laughs> yeah, and he's the one surrounded by people with weapons. <laughs> yeah, so he defends himself, um, and then when B kills him um i i think it's the cat it's uh, jade i think the character's name is um let me double jordan check. Jordan. Jordan, yeah. jordan you mean Mahila Harold? Yeah. um who's also great she says you know statistically he was the one who was most likely to do it and that they're whole like, scene when they going through because it's
0: not just that it's like i'm like they're talking about like why and they're talking about different reasons like why it's like why is it well statistically he's the well, yeah. white guy. They don't say it, but he's the white guy, so he's likely to do it. Well, no. He's a war vet. Yeah, they say they so. say he's a war. He's a yeah. war veteran. So you know, they go, they just they stereotype them straight away to go. Oh, he must be the crazy one. Uh, the only reason they give that is actually a reason is the fact that he's not. They don't know him. Yeah, they don't and, really uh, know. him. And Alice seems to have just picked him up like randomly. So th- that's the only reason that actually makes sense as to yeah. why they are considering it's him. All the other reasons are just purely just stereotyping and them jumping to conclusions. Yeah.
1: And so they're like, yeah, so statistically it was him. And then Alice is like, what do you mean statistically? He says, well, you know, he, he's a white male most likely to commit murders. <laughs> yeah. And, and he, he had, he's from an ex-military background. And she says, what do you mean ex-military? And he's like, well, you said he was a vet. And then when she said, yeah, he's a veterinarian. Oh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> I, I mean, I think there was some chuckles in the audience. There wasn't many people watching this, but I burst out laughing and I was like, Oh my don't god. After so he died. They said yeah, they, they that after he died, died. I was gonna say because after he died, they said he's a best man. I think that's two different scenes. No, it's the I, same I think
0: scene. They, they talk about him being the white, don't they talk about him being the white man before they go to get him? No, and no, this they is after running.
1: the... This is, they? Yeah. I mean, I'm sure. I know they, they, the vet conversation is after. Um, and I just burst out laughing. And that was the point where I was like, okay, I know what kind of film this is now. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. It was up until it's that
0: point. It's 100% a... It's definitely 100%. It's a satire, it's a satire of horror films and the satire of, like, current generation yeah. things that we have like this. Again, not just Gen Z, by the way, well, it's many other generations. Yeah. <laughs> there yeah. are just as many millennials or even older that are doing the exact same stuff Definitely. as each other. Um,
1: um But just to go, to jump all the way back to the start, I think I had to mention that because I think... I mentioned it before, but one thing I did really like about the film is we, when you get a, a film like this, or a you know a slasher or a who done it, and it already has established friend groups. Yeah, we, all, yeah. we get that. You know, the, I love how the tension is already kind of there. You know, we have this. There seems to be something I love about yeah. the films. I and mean, they, you know,
0: I mean, it, every it, this one plays it up more than you normally get. Like straight away, you get this feeling like.
1: None of these people like each
0: other. Why, the are like, why are they friends? Like, why they they friends? And I think it's a very, it's a very, it's a very common thing. And it's a very, it, and it's a very now kind of, it's it's always been a thing. There's yeah. always friends group where it's like, these people don't actually have any anything in common. Yeah. But they're here. Or, the second they're gone you're talking about them behind their back like it, it's a very human thing sadly yeah. but it, it's also so you, like you seem to see a lot now where it's like it's almost like friends are there just to have an instagram photo together yeah and be like we're this big friends group then the second the camera goes away it's like right i'm just gonna go talk to the you, only person i actually like here yeah
1: <laughs> but it is like i love the set i i i like that setup in films i think if you've got to have a, a Who Done It, you need to have underlying tension and everyone has a conflict here and that's there's, what I there's
0: no like yeah there's no one who you're not like well they could be because of this person and yeah they could be because of that person. and there's
1: more mul- there's and it's not just you know one-way conflicts there's multiple so pete davidson for instance this there's this you know under it, it does come to a head at one scene, but there's under current of tension with um with his girlfriend Emma, yeah. and then there's also tension with uh, Lee Pace's Greg, and then there's tension between David and um, the the main character Sophie. Sophie. Yeah, because they haven't seen each they haven't other. They've seen a long each other so long, and nobody expected Sophie to come. And there's all this stuff about like, oh, you, you did mention in the group chat and stuff like that. And and I think everyone's got a problem with
0: Jordan. <laughs> Jordan with seems it. to be the centre of just causing problems between. She is, she is the person that I can't help but to find in my head that she seemed like half the time she was making problems because she was the only person that didn't have a person. You know what I mean? She seemed like the very jealous of everyone else. But then we do learn later on that actually Jordan, Sophie, there's more reason for her to be so negative towards. We think at first, we think that that character Jordan is saying to be about avoiding and being such a bitch towards her because she's basically just jealous of everyone else. Then yeah. we actually find out that Sophie has actually been still sleeping with They'd her be behind her back. So you suddenly are like, actually, you look back and go, actually, Jordan's actually being the one to try to actually guide you in the right direction because she is still not in a good place then. Yeah. Sophie is still kind of a bit destructive in her yeah. approach. But the whole film is because we follow Sophie and B so much At first, you think the whole thing is that Sophie's on a better path. Yeah. She's trying to be better. And as the film unravels, you learn that actually Sophie's still a bit of a mess.
1: She's still pretty.
0: (laughs) But she's no more a mess than majority of the... The only one who's not a mess is B. I
1: I think is not quite a mess. I think, you know, she's obviously the outsider. And I think there's something about her... um... Well, she's almost, literally, no. she almost is the...
0: She's not that, but she's almost the closest you get in the slasher film to the, the, the virgin. Yeah. Or Very the much she's much. not a virgin, but you know what I mean? She is like that kind of... She's the innocent one. She's the thing, which again, though, is good because you've got to have that character because it makes you question that character because you've been following that the whole time. Yeah. I think there's always a point in your head when you go, maybe the twist is that we've been follow mainly following the person who is the person who's like... Because I got in my head sorry, with this film, it it went to with 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 B. She, I think she was the only one I questioned at one point purely because um, I was that changed my mind of what this was. Uh, because I said to you, I said to yeah. you, and we we're leaving. I literally, I worked out the, the twist. I did. It. I worked out the twist from the Pete Davison scene. I worked out what the twist was going to be. And I was in because it's a brilliant twist, um, <laughs> but I was like in with it. But that doesn't mean there weren't certain points when I questioned my own idea. Like I was pretty convinced of what this film was when I was like. Once that happened, I don't know why it was just something in my head. There was a setup that did it, and we'll talk about that when we talk about the twist. Yeah. But um, the, but with B's character, like because you have this innocent character, you think, oh, could she be? Could, like, and the only other twist that, that popped into my head that was another one that I thought would be making another point was uh the idea that B is the outsider is the poor as that is, the, is yeah. coming into all these socialites and she's the one killing off of killing yeah. killing them off because of her disgust like she's not really with Sophie and it, that's the whole yeah. life choice. I thought that might be it, but I thought mm, that's not as clever as the one I think it is <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah so um, as I said, like this great stuff... So, that first scene as well is there almost to make. I swear it's there to make you uncomfortable. I felt weirdly like uh, not in, not because of what it was, but because we're getting this big slapping of like the opening scene is so B kissing, yeah. but it goes on for a, quite a long time, and it, it's kind of like I, I don't know why. It, to me, in my head, I almost thought that this was like like a message to anyone who's not who, who's not like who doesn't understand the current world we live in it's almost like a message to them to go like if you feel if you hate this like if you don't like this scene if you don't like the idea of these two women kind of thing you're already in the wrong place yeah you're already because it goes on quite a long the only reason i found it comfortable is because of the slapping her lips and the time i was just like i don't know why i don't want to watch someone this close kissing it felt and their kissing is i don't know that didn't feel like normal it's very it was like tongues all over the case kissing, yeah. yes it was very like that so i was like yeah. I thought <laughs> it was he... more of a gross that way. I was like, yeah, I was like, good. We know what these characters are <laughs> straight away. You've made that clear, but. <laughs> I thought
1: it was, a I thought that scene was a setup and it would come back to it later that they were both in it together or something like that. Oh, okay. Because you know? yeah, like, it, uh, yeah. it, it, yeah, it kind of set it up a little bit because they kind of, you know, they led down. They said they love, uh, Sophie said she loved B, And then it, kind of ended and the next shot was them in the mm. car going there I think yeah. so I thought they were going to be like talking about how they don't like each yeah,
0: other I guess there's the angle that it could have been this whole like as if like B was the one who is Sophie is still this manipulator that they say yeah. she is and almost B's almost been dragged along for this kind of revenge kind yeah. of thing and Sophie's there because there is a long there is a long stem that would make you think maybe Sophie's there and Sophie's doing it and she's there for revenge against yeah. all of the shit that that they did to her at first, because that's the perspective you get at first, is that it's all her shit. Like, they've yeah. all done shit to her, but she's, she's perf- like, she's been perfect since she's got better. Yeah. Which is not true. <laughs> no. um, yeah, so, um, I mean, there's a lot of, like, meeting them and them doing drugs and stuff like that, but yeah. there's not a lot, like... There's not too much to talk about. The, the murder murdering. It says "murder in the dark style game," which I believe was probably an American thing then, because I haven't heard of "murder in the dark." <laughs> I, I, I know
1: wink murder. <laughs> I know wink, wink murder. murder yeah. yeah,
0: wink murder. We wink used murder. to play that in school. Yeah, that was, that was <laughs> that, that's uh that's a classic. That's uh, but that's more like stood in a circle, one person's in and they well they wink at the other people, and if they see the wink, they're dead. Yeah, and the detective in the middle has to work out who it is. That's not classic. quite it. There's um. So there's on um, on Disney Plus. There's the Steve Martin Martin Short uh, Only Murders in the Building. I've heard of that. I saw Radio for it. Yes. I, I've, wa- I've watched the radio two. Arthur. I've watched the two seasons that they've released so far. Um, it's very good. It's very It's very enjoyable. Kind of like Who Done It? Mister Steve Martin. Yeah. In one of the episodes. They do something called "Summer of Sam," obviously based on the "Summer of Sam" murders. Okay, because of the era that they grew up in was during "Summer of Sam," the Martin Short and things like that. Yeah, um, and it's very similar to this "Bodies, Bodies, Bodies" game. It's he's given the card to one person who's the murderer, and he has to be the one to understand. And there's a whole episode that uses yeah. it as like a like a narrative structure with this whole. I know who's the blonde woman that Sam would have killed, and you're yeah, or you're the killer themselves. And bodies, bodies, bodies is a very similar thing. They hand out the cards to each person. They say that it always causes problems yeah. because it's always this is a game that makes you have to hone in on the problems you have with people. Yeah, like it's almost like a way to start talking about well, you're the kind of person that does this, and you're the kind of person that does that. It's a it's a bad game for a group this unstable
1: yeah definitely it,
0: they say all they, before they even start playing they say it always leads to
1: fights yeah they say emma always cries you know somebody always gets angry and it is it's that thing of like it, it's it mirrors how the actual f- later film plays out because effectively they all start turning on each other and eating each other you know <laughs> not literally but, <laughs> that you know they that is not a twist <laughs> well there's this kind of like common thing that is kind of Said about left-wing politics is that the left beats itself. You know, yeah, because yeah, yeah. in in some people's eyes, it you know they it can start to turn on it itself and start to ostracize people for what they would. Uh, say not kind of following in line you know oh yeah it's that sort of thing where it's
0: it's that kind of they'll call out someone for something and then it's like well but then all that's going to happen is probably the eye's going to go onto you and they'll find something you've done and they'll call you out on that yeah and then it will just keep going in this kind of thing it's just you're just destroying yourself and you're destroying someone else yeah and all that what's left is just destruction Yeah. yeah uh and that's that's this film, kind of. <laughs> that is yeah. this film. Um, it's all about this kind of. And we've already talked about. Um, so, Pete Davidson's character, big, obviously, he's a uh, he's a he's a coke hound. <laughs> yeah. He's a, he's a, he's like a party boy. He literally defines. And this is Pete Davidson's character. Is basically probably what people would think of as Pete Davidson. Yeah, they probably think of him as some like drugged up. And his only Beast. time he defines himself is, you know. I'm a guy that can fuck. Yeah. Like, that's what I want to be. A guy that can fuck. That's what he's yeah. saying, like. That's literally his way that like he says, I'm a guy that can fuck. And that's what, that's what I want to put out into the world. Yeah, <laughs> I, I love a that. guy that can fuck. Yeah, I don't so know fun. why. I feel like that is a completely different to... I wouldn't even be surprised if that, because I feel like some of his lines felt very kind of Improv. Improv and I wouldn't be surprised and uh, in general I wouldn't actually be surprised if some of the other characters in this because Alice's ones the way they come out just seems so like in the moment as if like the other actors are kind of like when you see it in the scene it's almost as if they're like Okay, so I wouldn't be surprised if this approach came with it because a lot of it just seems to come so naturally. It does. It's either fantastic, but the actors are doing a fantastic job, and then they're doing it so naturally that it feels like it. But there are certain scenes. I think when you watch comedies and stuff, you're like, that scene was so like quick. I wonder if that. And normally, when you look up, it's like that was an that came out of nowhere. And a lot of the scenes in this feel like that. But yeah, I mean, that seems great when they're having when they're getting back together with Sophie, who they're going to be the the best friends they're meant to
1: be best friends
0: they're meant to be like long lifelong friends and things like that but when they get together it it pretty much turns it's a bit of a apart from a little bit about what happened to her i mean he's very just surface level like he doesn't delve much into it he's pretty much (laughs) like he's pretty much just kind of i'd say glossing over some of the the biggest stuff that she's trying to say to him and he's just kind of like yeah and and this is like him as a character i guess we don't he's I wouldn't say there's much depth to his character, but that doesn't mean he's not likable in a kind yeah. of odd way. He He's the funny kind of character and he's the first one to die. Yeah, <laughs> Which yeah, I no. wasn't surprised by. I was sat there thinking Pete, I was thinking Pete Davidson would be the first one to die. I don't know why. Yeah. I don't know if it's just because he's probably the more noticeable name in this film. Well, I mean, Lee Pace has actually been in more more than Pete Davidson. <laughs> he's as an actor, he's a yeah. much, he's a much like more established in a way actor, but Pete Davidson, I don't know why it just, in this film, it just felt like Pete Davidson's the one that's going to go. <laughs> is
1: because he has the he has the the classic uh, thing in the you know the, the classic yeah again going to tropes and cliches in a who done it you all, you always have an instigator you know so we have the bodies bodies body scene and then they try to guess who it was and Pete Davidson is then the instigator he he, he riles ups, them up he riles up. Um, Lee Pace's Greg, Emma. who at the time we think is a military vet. Yeah, yeah. And we think well, that's not a good idea. He's probably got to kill you. Yeah. Or you're going to trigger something. So he he instigates him, causing him to leave. And then he also instigates Emma. And he makes her cry and, you yeah. know. And, well, she, and everyone just starts attacking each other. Everyone starts anyway. attacking each other. but he barely started playing yeah, the game. But Pete Davidson is the instigator. Yeah. So yeah. when Pete Davidson goes away everybody's angry at him and you're like he's gonna die you know what it reminds me of and this is because it's probably the most perfect it's way in which this has been done is who shot mr burns Mm, you know before mr burns dies he has a whole episode where he's instigating things with people and then so you're thinking everybody has I was going to say a valid reason to kill him, but it's not valid. But in their mind, everybody has a justified reason to want Pete Davidson dead at that moment. Yeah. yeah, Which then starts the intrigue of if somebody could kill him now, and then take advantage of it because yeah. everybody's got a motive. Yeah, and it's exactly. that yeah. it is perfect yeah, setup yeah. that a whodunit needs. and it's, I, I mean, think it does it so well.
0: Oh, yeah. It, no, it's very well done. You know. I, to be fair, I said that I think Pete Davis is the first to die, but they leave a lot of clues, actually, that Greg will be the first one to die. He's the one that goes yeah, off by himself. Some. He's the first one to die in the game. Yeah, you know, so you almost start to question: Is the game going to follow who's dying? Well, they the...
1: discuss that, don't they? they, they do go. they discuss who it is. he died? He died. I think it's that Alice fo- who who stumbles on that. Yeah, it's yeah. like oh, they're dying in the order of the game, which yet again is and is a great red herring because I at that point I was like. Oh shit! Yes, they're dying in the order of the game, and then somebody's like, "No, they're not." And no, they're like Greg like <laughs> didn't die. First. And then I was like, "No, they're doing it." And then she says, "Yeah, they're doing it backwards or something." And it's like, I think, I
0: think what they end up saying is that basically, because in that scene, um, uh, David Pete Davidson gets um, he's the one that gets blamed first. Yeah. They all say it's going to be him. Then he puts it onto Emma. Yeah. And then Emma, I think, puts onto Sophie. Is it Sophie? I think. Anyway, there were three yeah. main ones that are getting the blame. Yeah. I think, or maybe it was Jordan. I but, can't they're jump about and forth, like it doesn't seem like much of a game because all that happens is basically Greg dies when they do the whole lights out. Yeah. It, lights out. Like, and then um, Greg's dead. And then after that, it basically just turns into, all we've had is one death and they're already just straight away just blaming each other yeah. so much that the game doesn't go anywhere else. You're like, are you gonna keep like? I would remember being sat there going, like, this isn't much of a game. Yeah, <laughs> like, literally, one person's died, and now we've spent about fifteen minutes talking about who it could be off of just one murder. Yeah, and it's like, surely a lot more has to happen before we get to this kind of victim, victims, and murderer and the blaming system. But they jump straight to they it, jump which is again, which just shows how hostile a group that they are. So it's 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 really interesting that whole. Uh, you know, that whole part um, of the way that, that they're kind of already, we know exactly what this is going to be. And it doesn't take long before they're all just dispersed. Yeah. They're all just, I don't mean in a deaf way. I mean, like uh, David goes off, Greg's already gone to bed because he's just like, I'm dead, but I'm, yeah. I'm not really part of this now, am I? Um, and then the girls are just left to kind of hang out, but they start continuing to go at each other and until we all spread out of it. Yeah. And therefore... That's when we get kind of follow B around kind of through the house, and we get, we get, let's just jump to Pete Davidson. Mr. Pete Davidson. We had him come to the window. This is when you're expecting, because the first one, the lights went out, and you know it's set up the game. The second yeah. one, when the lights go out, and they're doing this, because they are trying to continue the game. Yeah. But they've dispersed but they're trying to continue so they're going around in the dark and this is when we get B go into kind of I don't know what you call it, like the outdoor conservatory kind of I don't yeah. know and that's when you see Pete Davidson come to the window with blur goes to throw, yeah, throw you know and there yeah. is a split second when they're like is he is he messing about is he yeah. is he actually done? Di- or is he like is this this is him playing up kind of thing and um yeah and then we get like be the first one and then obviously you're you are kind of looking at who's the first people to arrive yeah here and, and you know and they're all like out there in the rain and he's done and they're t- trying to do what can we do to save him and they have to go out to the car but as we noticed earlier b had left the light on in the car so yeah. it's dead and we've got all of this kind of set up like the window was slightly down so that comes into play when they have like later yeah. on with b when she's trying to get back in and she can pull it down they've left they've left lots of little clues of like where things are going to go yeah, in the early scenes you know the, the the light the window the the, the sword outside yeah. the, you know there are lots of these little things that have been left to like I, like I remember noticing going, so that's going to come into play. That's yeah. going to come into play. Um, it's nice to have that because it's nice little like red her- herrings or clues to kind of be, for yeah. you to be part of it, to try and work it out. Um. So yeah, so this is a, and, uh, i'll explain why the idea came to my head straight away this seems like a yeah. good point with his death because this is when i noticed it well let's talk about the twist yeah the twist so um the twist at the end of the film is um when we've got b and sophie outside and they find um david pete Davidson's phone yeah and uh they watch a tiktok video <laughs> That he was recording just as he died, yeah. And it was him basically. He picks up the sword that was left outside earlier by Greg, yeah. When he came out, like messing around with the sword. Well, Greg he, does. He what was he does. doing this amazing thing, and Pete Davidson's obviously a bit like this is like a real man and I'm not Yeah, that. and I can't this do this. Like, there's this. like, this is this male kind of testosterone tension yeah. between them. And Pete Davidson is the one that's mainly, Greg's pretty easy going. Yeah, Greg's. And it's David who's the one who's like, well, this is my house and you can't show me up in my house. This is my party. You yeah. know what I mean? um, So he tries to do what Greg did by like twisting his finger and he slices his own throat.
1: <laughs> yes.
0: He sliced his own throat. He tries to he open the bottle. killed himself. Yes. Um, which led off this whole bodies 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 the whole game that they're already playing puts them in the mind that there's a killer so the game is almost set up in their head that it was a killer yeah. and the whole film is basically victim blaming. yeah it is one whole film of like we said this whole basically you know you're you're just destroying yourself yeah. you're just breaking yourself down or you're putting forward the guilt of people before it's even ha- you know yeah. before anything you're saying someone's guilty which the Greg scene is the best and like yeah, the, the, the one because amazing. out of everyone Greg is actually the biggest victim in this film <laughs> he did nothing yeah and yet he's the one that gets brutally murdered by them yeah well David David's a dick to him
1: and he's and then and, they, he's, and they, as we said,
0: he's not, you know, he's not, he doesn't actually do anything to anyone when you think yeah. back to it. He didn't, apart from going up into his face and he didn't try to start a fight with him. Yeah, no. He just kind of showed like, like your, look at you. Like, if we start this, you know, you're going to die. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> David, kind of yeah. Like, but he doesn't say anything, he just, he just acts like happy. He's and then like, he takes himself calming. out of the situation. Yeah. And yeah. he's out. Of, so he is the, And it's almost odd. He's the older it's I, I feel like he's he is the oldest of them. He's a different generation from them. Yeah. And yet he's the kind of one that's like, I'm not doing this conflict. Yeah. I'm just gonna step away from it and I'm gonna go and calm myself down. Yeah. We don't need to make a big thing out of this conflict, whereas the rest of them, they have to be heard. They have to be seen to have the you know, it feels yeah. very much there. But
1: so yeah, um and I mean I think it it could for for me, I didn't get that twist as in i understood it but i didn't suspect that hmm. so when i um when i went into it originally i you know i was playing the detective i right. had my little i had my sherlock holmes cap and pipe on and i was thinking okay who's this gonna be and it it's done really well for most of the film i was suspecting jordan um and then you know Jordan. There's a really great scene where Jordan is you know has the gun and it gets quite tense. And then she's thrown over the balcony, which was awesome. Um, and then we're left with Sophie and B. Um, and this there's been you know there's yeah. stuff like um, jo- You know B finds matching underwear that of Jordan's in Sophie's car. Yeah. Um, Sophie won't let her check the phone. B is also lying about who sh- who she is and actually you know her her mum has quite bad borderline personality disorder so she looks after her and this kind of saves money to send her or something like that um so she, you get she's this.
0: basically the only one with actual like real like problem in, th- yeah. in that way like a, like a real like i'm not saying that theirs aren't but theirs are all like a bit more rich people problems. Yeah. And hers is one. Yeah, hers like, is like a
1: medical condition.
0: Everything yeah. you have would help with what I have, but I don't have anything. Actually. Yeah. And so I've had to kind of lie to kind of make you actually like me. Yeah. And then there's <laughs> that
1: stigmatism of the mental health. Like, you know, she's got borderline personality disorder. So she's got to be the killer. Could she be? Uh, Could yeah, she yeah. be the killer? And she's the outsider. So you you kind of don't know who to who. No, to no. The, as I
0: said, the bit. So like anyone listening going like, oh, you didn't like a question. like I'm not saying I didn't get thrown off by certain things and question my own thing. Yeah. Just my first idea of who's the killer. Was this, yeah? That was my first like one where I went like that. I'm not saying I didn't get taken off the scent, that's why I'm saying, like, if I'd worked it out and then the whole film had been so obvious, I w- and I would have I probably wouldn't like this film yeah. <laughs> because I'd be like, I feel like that was really obvious, but it's not. And I have had that with other horror films before when I've been like, I didn't enjoy it because I basically knew exactly where this film was going. Same reason, if the twist is ruined for you, yeah, sometimes you just don't have that same effect with certain films, no, you know what I mean? Like, I've, I've never watched, say, Orphan. But yeah. I know what the twist is at the end of the film, That's so I feel it. like yeah. I just I feel like it would just feel like a, a not as good. Yeah, you know, Whereas, I kind of want yeah. to. I've never watched the first one, but I kind of watched once one watch the sequel because I've heard that there's a good twist in that, and exactly. I don't want Definitely. it ruined for me. So I kind of just want to watch it because I know the twist the first one. So I'm like, I'm, I don't even need to. Nest. I will watch it, but I want to watch them both purely because I'm like, what's the twist in the second one before yeah. it's ruined? But um, th- like exactly as I said before, B threw me off because I thought maybe there could be a reason for it. I guess when I was sat there, I was playing detective and being like, but why? yeah, Sophie, but why? Things like that. And certain ones, I just kept going back to this first one I came to. I don't know if it was because of Pete Davidson was cast, but there was something about the Pete Davidson part. I don't know why. Because there's something a bit goofy about him. Yeah. The sword being left outside by Greg was the first one I was like, right, that's going to come back into play. Then he went outside. And because I noticed the, Position of where it was. Yeah, I noticed. I was like, he'd been out by the pool, and there was a sword by the pool, and uh, and then I uh, yeah, I remembered the whole thing that thing had done earlier, and I don't know why. Maybe it was something about the goofiness of it. The reason it came to my head, I was like, I could see Pete Davidson killing himself. <laughs> it literally, I think Pete Davidson as that role is the reason that it popped into my head to go what if they're all just victim like blaming yeah. each other and and then suddenly as soon as that came to my head i started like i was sat there like watching the film but still thinking about i going this would make total sense for the generation this that they're of kind of, film, of going yeah. into and in the current state of all of social media and the way that people get like you know like blamed guilty before they've even been like judged for anything yeah. They're well they're judged but they're judged before anything's been proven and i just thought that would be like a perfect metaphor for this film. But then I kept going for enough, off going, that's a good one. And I, I would love to, I would love to see that play out. But at the same time, there are some other ones that could be good. Like Sophie out for revenge because yeah. of what they've done to her. B is the one, like we're going to get this kind of, I'm the killer to kill off all of your generation. But I did start thinking those are a bit on the nose, a bit obvious. The B one I thought would be very like, people would probably hate this film more if it was B being like the poor person kills the rich people. Yeah. I feel like they wouldn't like it. So yeah, I was just there. And I was there and I was there was a certain point in the film when I was getting to the point like that. But they expertly do throw you off in the film.
1: Yeah, I think so. So
0: I wasn't like a hundred percent convinced throughout. It's just that was the first thing that came to my head. And by the time we got to the end, I thought, well, they're all dead. And I, I started noticing the deaths, like Emma's death going yeah. down the stairs and no one being there. But she was drugged up she was, yes. and she was that and she was stumbling around before. And then she's dead at the bottom of the stairs. You know what I mean? And the way it's like Jordan, like the only person who actually, well, I guess Jordan's kind of gets pushed off. So she gets knocked off. But B is the only killed. one that kills Greg is the only one. that. Well, then Alice gets shot as well. Yeah, again, that's a, but it's all like coincidence. Like Alice was another one that added yeah. to my idea because I was like, no one shot her. Technically. It was a struggle, yeah. and even jo- I don't know why, but I was certain from the beginning Jordan is not the killer because okay. she's too obvious of a killer. So, <laughs> so I thinking- I got rid of it by being my head like that would just be too obvious. She's she's uh, she's already played up like the nasty character for the nasty character to be the like the killer, like the one that causes all the problems, like a yeah. lot of problems just doesn't seem it seems a bit underwhelming for me and I don't know why I just went to the film because I didn't know much about it but I knew there was a buzz around it yeah I guess in my head I thought there's got to be something more to this yeah <laughs> no there's got to yeah. be a higher reason for yeah it. and, I, um, and I, I love the twist yeah. I think it's it's such a, a good idea I remember I wrote um the twist I lo- I wrote in um when I was in um uni one of my scripts that I wrote was a zombie was a zombie film. It yeah. was like a short film. And the whole idea was that, like, it was zombies, but it's like the most downplayed zombies, as in the zombies are basically just like reanimated corpses. But because all of their flesh and their bodies are basically decimated, they yeah. can't actually move and things. They're just like, you can tell they're alive, but they're just there. Yeah, And therefore the group of people that go out with them end up killing themselves yeah. because they get so freaked out by zombies and they're in like the middle of a wood that they end up doing things like like they see the zombie run off, trip down the hill and get impaled, <laughs> onto, like a, get impaled onto like a tree yeah. because they're fucking freaked out in that kind of um, Tucker and Dale versus yeah, evil, Dale versus that, that evil. kind of Absolutely. thing. I love that. Like that kind of, you've done it to yourself. And this is what they do here. So it's not like it's a brand new concept to yeah. them, but it's just, it's just so well done that the way that they... They off each other, and the way that they've to be, and added It just feels so perfect in this current climate yeah.
1: that it it just makes perfect sense. No, <laughs> I'm with you. Um, for me. Um, just because I think we'll we finish after this because we've spoke quite a bit about it. Um,
0: yeah, and we don't always like to go for it scene by scene. No. If you've seen the film, you you know what you know. Enjoy yeah, about it's it. It's the and, key themes. You it? know, uh, Greg. Is, I'm just saying again. Greg is the one you should feel sorry for in the yeah. film. The rest of them, they kind of do it to themselves. Yeah,
1: Alice a little bit less. <laughs> um, so for me, I thought it was Jordan. I thought maybe put in the double bluff. Um, the double. And then after Jordan died. Uh, we get a scene where they, you know, they go and they hide in the in a closet or something yeah, like that. Like a crawl space or something, like yeah. it's very small, isn't it? Whatever it is. Yeah. Um, and then I think B asks Sophie, did you know, did anything happen between her and Jordan? And she says no. And I was like, okay, so she's lying about that. We know that that's established. And then she asks if she killed the people, and she says no again. So I was like, I think Sophie's the murderer now. And then obviously we get, you know, that's quite heavily implied. And then we get it where they're chasing and then they run out. and um, In the pool and in the, the mud pool.
0: and they're like splashing about, like trying to get the phone. And Sophie's so like, no, you can't. I think because Sophie, I believe Sophie legitimately does love B, Yeah. But has also done something so stupid that she just doesn't want her to see that it's actually true. Because you know it is true because you've seen the underwear. Yeah. You've seen uh, Jordan's underwear, like you saw her bra and B was like, oh, I saw the underwear of that yeah. matching underwear in the bag. And they said that that's where they screwed before.
1: Yeah. <laughs> like so. just before she went to pick up B that day. Kind of. thing. Yeah. So, you know, it's all there. Um, but then and then when they find the phone, I was think Pete Davidson's phone, I was thinking. What's got to, you know, what's got to be here? I was like, is part of me was thinking, is this all an elaborate prank? And then I was like, no, I was thinking, is Pete Davidson like done this as a joke and he's actually alive all the time? And yeah. then they, they've done this. And then obviously we see he's filmed a TikTok. And at the time I was like, okay, I'm not sure how I feel about that. Um, because I think the thing with twists is, you know, you either love it, or you're unsure. Yeah. It's very rare that you get a twist and you go, Oh, that's shit. Often you go, Yeah, that was fucking class. Or you walk away unsure. And then you decide you decide later, later
0: like, did you enjoy, did you that, enjoy it? Or and you'll come to like that kind of conclusion. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, I'll admit. It's it's not often that like, oh my god, there are there are a few in history of yeah, films that are, like. Things fuck
1: but i think it's that's when the that's when you it's very obvious that it's got to be a twist like m M. nye shaman for instance oh yeah, unfortunately you go
0: into his film majority he's let i think he's led to the last few of his films that no that's not what we should do anymore but like most of the time for a long period that's kind of what was the rise and downfall for a while of his films Everyone went in with a twist, and therefore, all you do the whole time is sit there going,
1: "What's the twist? twist? What's the twist? twist?"
0: And then sometimes, as they went on, you probably start to come up with better twist
1: than actually he had come up. with, Yeah, with, like I mean, the
0: plants did it.
1: Yeah, <laughs> and that's you know that's the thing is like when when it's when you expect a twist, it's kind of yeah. like oh fucking hell. Actually, you know.
0: interesting on that point is it's even worse when it's a twist that they're trying to say and I think what actually makes this better is it's I feel like it's pretty good spot on social commentary yes here with this twist when you really think about it and think about the film and the game they were playing yeah. anyway and the way they are before I think everything within the characters makes sense that this group of people would be the people to do something in one way you might say stupid but everything kind of falls into place in the perfect way that yeah. it it still would make sense to you because they don't see certain ones all there, the ones that accidentally cause each other's downfall. Um, which in contrast to when they're trying to make a point like like I just said, the happening, the, yeah. the plants, the trees did it. That was like M Night Shaolin trying to be like the environmental message. Yeah. And it's just like, Fuck off. Bitch, but the whole bitch. film hasn't been...
1: The whole film hasn't... <laughs> it hasn't that.
0: been about that. It's just this. And suddenly you're saying this kind of... Yeah, but it was about the environmental impact that we as humans... The plants are killing humans because of that. And that's why this is happening. The plants did it. It's like... Nah, fuck off. <laughs> that's yeah. some preachy bullshit. Whereas this, yes, some people will hate the idea they even thought... And be like we're trying to oh you're saying gen z will basically just kill themselves trying to do stupid no that's not what they're trying to say they're saying and this isn't just gen z this is all generations right now on social media who are basically killing themselves or killing their own idea or or killing the idea that you can be anything yourself or saying you have to be exactly this or just because like we had earlier in the thing just because i got maybe i didn't understand the pronouns but i didn't know if they were or weren't but in some people's cases you've had cases where they've said oh well you you called me the wrong pro and then the person said but I didn't know that you were uh, used that so yeah like I'm sorry that I called you a he when you're a you know a they or them or there. you know yeah I'm sorry but and then they'll get huge backlash for doing it it's like but I literally had no idea like and then suddenly it's like you're the one that's to blame. it's like I understand why I may have offended you yeah. but at the same time you know we can't be someone who's like I'm not some entity that's aware of everything that's happening in the world at one time. Yeah. I can't, it's, it's a tricky. You know, it, 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 it's that know? but it's that's the climate that we kind of live in, that tricky. And all of these characters kind of define different aspects of that kind of world yeah. that we live in kind of thing. And it it it's definitely is a really interesting like the way that they've approached it. But I also don't think that anyone should feel attacked by one thing because I don't think it is just we said a lot of Gen Z, but
1: I don't think it is just no. A, of course, it's not. a whole bunch of I think like when, generation. When you boil it down, it is. It, I mean, it's it's at its core. I mean, yeah, the you know it does have a lot of social commentary on stuff like did like the, you know the digital age and Gen Z in particular. But it it's. It's more just about the paranoia, you know. Yeah, Because exactly, yeah. if you were in this situation where you'd, you know, there'd been a ma- there'd been massive <laughs> arguments, you'd been drinking and doing drugs all day, yeah, and yeah. you saw some, one of your, you know, one of your mates dead with a throat slit, you would, you would be probably assuming it was other people. Yeah, yeah To be I, honest, I, I, no, it's that, about the paranoia a, and the human.
0: This happens know, in, distrust. this happens in a lot of slashier whodunit films. Yeah. It just, it just takes it in a different way that there is no one at the core of it because actually it just is. But they do the exact same thing that anyone else does in any Sasha film. They just do it in a slightly way that they. there are scenes when they don't quite think it through and take the time to look at it. Yeah. They just go straight to blame it. Yeah. And they go from one person to the... And they don't seem to understand. And again, that is where the social comedy comes in again is the fact that at no point do they seem to take a second to go... Right. We blame that person and we're wrong. People are still dying. We blame yeah. that person and we're wrong. But there's that little bit of like, I can't be wrong and I'm going to keep on blaming until we yeah. find out who
1: to blame. And that is their downfall. And that's some, I think that somebody is to blame when an yeah. actual fact that this was an accident.
0: Yeah. You sometimes know? you, sometimes people don't, Get deserved
1: blame for saying the axe is out of their control, yeah. So, I think, I think the you know, the, the for, for my footnotes is that you know, I don't there was there were some scenes that you know, I think there was there were a few jump scares, um, but apart there, there wasn't any, I didn't feel that it was it was a scary film. There were scenes with some tension, you know, but that was mainly because of how well it was written and you've kind of followed these characters to like a, to like a boiling point
0: yeah, where yeah. there's
1: so much tension and mistrust and paranoia that everybody's turning on each other. And there were some really good tense scenes like that. The performances were amazing. The acting was, was off, off the chain. Gonna <laughs> I was going to say off the hook, but I say off the chain. Um, And it was just, you know, it was one of these films where I came, I came away from it. Just, Thinking about it so much and diving into it, and it just yeah, I just loved it, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah no,
0: I, I would definitely, I would define this as much more of a satirical horror comedy. Almost. Yeah, in the, in that, in that kind of way, it's a horror comedy. Which it has satire, which, you know, you hear satire and you think airplane or scary movie. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? And if anything, weirdly enough, this is the A24 modern version of that. It's not in your face with millions of references about that. But all of these little references to modern day are there. Yeah. They're just done in a much more cleverly woven <laughs> way. And just like any of those like horror satires that you've seen before, comedies, I can't say that they're ever necessarily funny. Uh, no, no, not funny. Sca- no, that's wrong. <laughs> I would say scary. that's I, yeah, I, I thought Scary. So. They're not necessarily scary. And no, if you're looking for a scary horror, no, this isn't it, but that doesn't mean you should avoid it. No. If you're someone who can't deal with any kind of woke attitude or people speaking in that kind of modern kind of thing, then all right, maybe for you, you would find this film too grating for a large portion. Yeah. What I would say is, I felt it was a little bit to begin with, but I feel that is the point. Yeah, I think it's the point. You didn't. You don't like it to begin with. You're kind of off by it. The characters are not meant to be likable. Yeah, they are meant to be like not not saying completely unlikable, but they're meant to be people that you're kind of a bit like. Oh, like this is this is like these are some of the things I dislike yeah. a little bit. You know, I I don't like these kind of people, and they are sold as rich, kind of you know up their own ass, yeah. look at me, listen to me, my voice is it, I don't care about your opinion, it's, my, it's yeah. mine. That is what they are, but that is what makes it so brilliant. That's the reason the twist works.
1: Is because of that.
0: It's the reason this character goes, and it's the reason you believe that these people would never stop to think, wait a second, why are we dying? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? You... It's so perfectly for that. And this kind of style would not work if you took a standard horror film where you'd kind of made it seem like they're a good group of friends and things like that and now they're dying. Yeah. Then this wouldn't work. It would fall apart. It only works because we are taking this kind of, they are kind of a completely disjointed friend group. They are completely all over yeah. the place. And it's helped a lot by some fantastic performances. Even people you didn't like, I mean, I don't think there's anyone I'd necessarily. That the the only one Emma was a bit bland at times. She's the only one yeah. I can't think of anything where I thought, mm, you know, I don't know. There was something about that I didn't fully take in her kind of role. But then she is meant to be the kind of more quiet. Yeah. But then they said she was like the actress, and she was kind of and I didn't get that from her. I got it. she's the only one I didn't get it from. Um, I didn't get the persona, whereas everyone else, Alice was and she's probably Rachel said I'd heard that she was a standout in this film and I think she probably is I mean as I said we really enjoy uh, like Maria Bakalova is great as B um, for what she is yeah that character
1: but she is a bit understated but
0: Pete and Pete Davidson obviously is but again it's Pete, da- I'm, I'm not going to lie and say it's not Pete Davidson doing Pete Davidson. <laughs> yeah, no, definitely. <laughs> uh, whereas Rachel se- uh, Senate, I believe people said like in other things that they've seen, she hasn't done many things yet, I don't think, but other things they've seen her and she's not anything like that character. So yeah. she's completely kind of delved into that kind of thing. And from the second you see her, you're like, this is the person that wants all eyes on her. Yeah. Listen to me, listen to me, like, please hear me, like me, like me, like me. And there's a kind of she brings a certain performance that makes you kind of feel a little bit sorry for her, you know, a little bit, yeah, uh, and things like that. But yeah, uh, check it out. It's definitely worth. It's probably I don't know what horror films have we had this year. but it's we've had quite a lot, but it's one of the best. It's yeah. one of the best we've had, and it's definitely one of the most interesting. And it's probably I love it, but this is the one out of all of the A24 ones. I said I don't really what I would probably re-watch this
1: one. Yeah, I think I would.
0: Whereas some of the other ones, I'm just not that keen to re- I enjoyed it. I like I thought it was good, but it's not I'm
1: not gonna put on the lighthouse every weekend. <laughs> you no, know. I mean I love the lighthouse, and I, it's I very have, cool. I have watched it two or three times but you have <laughs> you have to be in a specific mood for it you yeah, know? yeah and i think i think this film will so, become a cult yeah. classic
0: if you haven't and you listen to all of this which was stupid then <laughs> 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 not because you're listening but if you haven't seen the film that was yes. it because <laughs> it is a bit ruined for you now
1: it's so honest, um
0: but i would have said yeah a24 if you're turned off by that give it a go because yeah. i know some people don't like that style but this is I don't know the least A24 while still keeping that social commentary. It's it doesn't feel it's not like what you'd necessarily expect, which is yeah. good because it's nice to see that there's a bit of a difference coming up. Because yeah. if you look at their list of films, you are getting kind of a similar kind of style. Yeah. That's popping up. But I know with this and uh, everything everywhere all at once, it was also a bit like wacky and crazy. Yeah. Feels
1: like they there's
0: a bit of a branching out, making it a bit more
1: fun. Yeah, no, <laughs> I would agree with this. Um, well. As always, uh, thank you for listening to the show. Um, we hope that you've enjoyed the conversation around bodies, bodies, bodies. Um, yeah, if you if you haven't seen the film and you've made it this far, then go and see the film. Um, <laughs> and as always, please hit the subscribe button um, and leave us a lovely review. And we will see you next Monday for a return to our in memoriam feature, where we are talking about five of our most terrifying deaths. Um, so as always, we—that's
0: oh, oh but right, that's right. We've got scanners next Monday. Oh, oh we've, well, we've got <laughs> scanners next Monday. Have <laughs> returned
1: to our must-see feature, and in two weeks in, we will have a memorial. In two is. weeks we've got a memorial. <laughs> <laughs> so as always, uh, thank you for listening, and we shall see you soon. Goodbye. <laughs>